Welcome to the End Time Revolution. Broadcasting worldwide on a mission to unite born-again servants to find the army of Elijah's preparing to face Antichrist to witness before all, come what may. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Wings of the Eagle Radio. We're back. Good day to you. Christopher Manti here, uh, proprietor of this little ministry, and I'm so glad that you are along for the ride. Uh, hello, my friends. Matthew, first and foremost. Thank you, my friend. You are, uh, you are valuable, invaluable even, and so are you. And if you're listening live right now or watching on Facebook, hey, howdy. Uh, please let me know you're there. Say hi, give me a like, uh, or what have you. would really appreciate you doing that, and let me know you're there. Communicate. We want to um, uh, involve you. We want to interact. We want to hear any questions, comments, or concerns uh, that you may have. And I normally try to um, put on a provocative uh, title and or something that speak about that uh, we'll get folks interested, number one, because um, I like to be interesting. Um, and so this one, you know, is interesting probably to you. Um, it's, you know, I'm going on like, what do I talk? Lord, what do I talk about? Am I free to do what I want? Do you have something for folks? Do you have something for me just by talking it, talking it out? <laughs> And a lot of the times, that's what happens. Um, it, invariably, I mean, as a teacher, you better you better be learning something because that's that's what the Holy Spirit does, right? And if you're not, if you're just you know presenting a, some kind of program and going through the motions just to get from A to B and finish and um, like a classroom, like a professor teaching a whatever. Um, that's probably not. That's you're probably not in God's will there. Uh, you're just doing, you're spinning wheels, right? We don't want to do that anyway. <clears throat> Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for a voice to speak, and thank you for waking me up today. And thank you for waking those who are watching and listening up. It's another day to serve you, to repent, to become more like you, to know you, to to seek holiness, to seek truth and love, and all the fruits of the spirit, because you are the source of all life and the son of God, the man who we are to follow. And it's in his name, Jesus, we ask. Amen. By the way, did you know God is multilingual? Yes. Yes, yes. He, um, no matter what language you're speaking, he can understand you. And no matter what language you pray in, he will listen. Again, assuming you're repentant and all these things and we have access to God through the blood of Jesus and by the way even that some folks from both sides either have a problem uh, with calling Jesus by his Hebrew name Yeshua um, or folks on the other end saying why do you still, why do you say Jesus that's not his real name like what hold on hold on a second I don't care what the language is. That happens to be the English, you know, way that we've uh, come about his name. Uh, you know, Joshua would actually be a more direct translation, but whatever. So what? Jesus, Yeshua is uh, Arabic? Yesu? Right? A lot throughout the Middle East? Um, he, he doesn't matter what your language is. He knows it. He knows you're talking to him. Praise God for that. Um, <clears throat> and so the other day, or I guess yesterday, what day is it? I don't know. It's a Friday. And um, I know a lot of my friends on this topic, by the way, um, do try to keep Sabbath. Okay? The original Sabbath day is Saturday. Or Friday night into Saturday. Sundown to sundown. All right? I get it. 
Um, and so a little bit about that today. I don't know. You know, I'm just jumping in the pool, man. I don't know what the heck is going to come out of this. And maybe it won't be long. Maybe for once it won't actually take for take an hour. It's really not intentional, truthfully. Like, if I'm going on and on, I'll stop in an hour. But there's no, you know, minimum. So, so with Julian Assange, real quick... If you don't know who he is, hello, my friends. Hey, Dana, all these dudes just popped in. Hey, Fred, Taryn, love you, love you, brothers and sisters. Mark, man, praise God for Mark. Um, you're in prayer, my friend, for sure. Uh, folks are doing a lot of work behind the scenes, okay? I just want to set your uh, heart at ease and your mind. Um, Hopefully God is calling you into something uh, to that level of uh, folks that I'm talking about. They don't even ha- they don't never have to get recognized. They don't want that. They want souls to be saved. They want the earth to come to the knowledge of Jesus, and they want a bride ready for her husband. And so that's really what we're all after. All right. So what's what's this Julius uh, Julian Assange thing? So this has been going on for years and years and years, um, seven years now, I think. Right? He's been in, he's been basically under house arrest in an Ecuadorian embassy in in, in England. Um, so you, uh, Shalom Yusuf. Um, so he's been in prison for a while, basically, so he doesn't have to go to prison. And yesterday, I guess it was, he actually. Ecuador finally said you have to leave and he left and he was immediately arrested for real um, charged with something or other uh, under UK law and uh, the American legal system has waited for a long time to get this guy so uh, they immediately announced uh, charges against him and so the the basic if you I'm assuming you don't know everything about the case and I certainly don't know everything but i have followed it from the beginning um because this this has to do with edward snowden if you remember him and um um bradley manning i refuse to address his uh new life um anyways and so wikileaks was this website that was set up and assange is one of the folks who came up with it i'm not sure if we know who the others are um, but he was the he was the face of it, and so it would publish secrets, state secrets, American and other countries, by the way. Um, but through leakers like Bradley Manning and, and others, um, we got a lot of information. That some of it was in, that was interesting, and some was oh my gosh, what happened there. And is this true? See, here's the thing about the whatever you're, you're – and it, it provoked a lot of extreme reaction, right? There's some folks who say this is never okay to let out. If it, the government says no, then you should never do it, period. But then yeah, you're like, wait a minute here. Um, just because you're the government doesn't mean you're in the right. You know, just because just you're in control of country doesn't mean you're doing the good things. So, like, in principle, you know, if you were under the Nazi regime, you sure should be – leaking out the location of the death camps, right? So it's not just because it's a government that it's wrong. And we know humans run governments and humans mess up and humans are evil. And the heart is dark. And if you're not a regenerate person, you're going to do evil things. That's just the way it goes. And even those who, those who are saved and who are in government sometimes do bad things. So it's, it's not as if, um, you know, in general, I don't oppose the idea of leaking information just because the government says not to. In fact, the libertarian in me really gets fired up in there. The heck, you can't stop. You know, like, I'm going to say it. Do what you want. Um, So that uh, there's that. And then there's a, well, you're actually exposing innocent people or people who are in dangerous jobs, and now they're threatened, and now their family's in danger. That's not good, right? We, We know that. We should know that. Um... 
again, by truly evil people. Maybe they're just doing their job. They're just, you know, in their mind, they're not doing anything wrong, so why are you exposing them? There's that whole thing. But WikiLeaks, to the best of my knowledge, and I, I might be wrong, but to the best of my understanding, um, there has been nothing contained in the information that WikiLeaks leaked. I've never heard of anything that they leaked that is false. And that's a big deal to me. So, I don't even know. Is the website even up still? I don't even know. I don't think so. Um, but the things that would come out, and but it was very bi- it was not a partisan situation. It's not like, oh, we're going to go expose the Republicans. Oh, we're going to go get the Democrats. It was very bipartisan. Um, now, I'm not saying, you know, Julian Assange is some, is some pro, you know, Western hero or whatever. I don't think he likes the, our, you know, the whole Western paradigm very much. And he probably thinks about colonialism and all these stupid things. But the point is, I don't think there's anything that's been put out by his group that has been false. It's all been true. That matters. Even if it's ugly. Um, again, even if you go too far and you're exposing people for no reason and you're publicizing names and addresses and, and where they work and family details, I mean, that's not good. That's evil. I can't do that. But it was not false. It was correct. And all around correct. I don't care if you were being the George W. Bush stuff, the Abu Ghraib prison, right? The whole, the military, the secret um, detention centers, the CIA ran. All these things came from WikiLeaks. And so, again, it might be embarrassing. It might be hurtful. It might be, oh, man, I wish that didn't come out. But it's still true. Um, and again, once you have the information, then, of course, journalists can spin it. And say, well, this just proves this, and then put opinions in there, and that's a whole other thing. Um, but the information is, if it's true, then I feel it's good. I feel it's good to have out there. Um, so, but, and he knew, and his group knew, and as you are seeing now, governments are arresting you if you tell the truth about things they don't like. And again, that's not that's not to say there aren't good reasons to not say certain things. Godly reasons. You know, protect innocence. Um, maybe you don't have the full picture. You don't understand the whole thing. Yes, what you're leaking is true, but you don't see the whole context of it. Maybe, you know. Um, but in terms of, they knew what they were doing was illegal. In, to some degree. Even if they don't agree with it. Like, well, this shouldn't be illegal, but it is. And they're going to come down on you for it. And, um, so, in the, and how, is this, how the heck does this tie to the Torah? The book of the law in the Bible. Um, it's the question of keeping the law. He knew he was not keeping the law. And if, if that is what it is. Okay, you can make your own judgments on that. Um, uh, and let's, uh, by the way, feel free to comment and make, uh, concerns or questions known. Uh, Yusuf says we wouldn't know half of those things without it. That's true. Yep. And Fred says it would be difficult to prove that Assange actually broke the law simply because this information was passed along to him and he took no direct part in conspiracy to acquire the information. Well, that's certainly what he would say. <coughs> um, and he probably will. And I agree, it's an extremely hard case to, to make, <laughs> but everyone, the, all these actors involved knew that if you got this information to him, or his w- group, WikiLeaks, that they would, be, they would publish it. So, no, it wasn't, he didn't know, but the people who did know, knew. Okay? All right. I don't know. Um... I, and I've seen the the charges again. Compute what is it? Computer, computer, not not some kind of conspiracy computer. I've never heard of the charge. Um, 
but they came up with something. And so, so they just want, I just, they just want this guy. They just want him. Period. And this is both, again, both sides. This is not a Republican or Democrat thing. Both conservatives and liberals want this guy taken out. And both sides want him protected, depending on who you ask. So to me, that, that tells me that it's a very, um, one of the few things today that are, is not partisan. Some folks, again, and mostly the, you know, the conservative side, a lot of folks, I know some of you maybe, especially those of you with family members or yourself who are in the military or who are in law enforcement, like ICE. There was a big part of WikiLeaks that had to do with ICE agents and their addresses. I mean, that's terrible. Um, the, the, a lot of folks you know, on the conservative side, Republicans and stuff, not just in America, you know, the, the patriotic you know, uh, folks in the uh, right wing around the world um, don't, don't like anything uh, that makes their government look bad to come out. Any, it's, that's unpatriotic. Uh, military, right? If, if, you're, if you're coming down negative on the military or on the police um, and all that stuff, that's never okay in their mind. Never. You're, you're always bad. You're breaking the law. You can't do that. Put them in jail. Let them rot. I mean, that's honestly what a lot of folks say. That's it. You've done it. You've gone too far. And I'm not sure why there's a line in between the military service, service of a military person. I mean, at somewhere along the way, people are okay with it the higher up you go. Oh, well, they were, he was head of the, you know, he was on the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He's okay to expose, but not the guy in the field. Well, the president, oh, yeah, you can make, he's guilty all day long. Obama sucks. Pardon my French. You know, right? Oh, no problem. Expose him. No problem. Well, there's, there's the president and all the way down to civil servants, and you're working in the uh, Department of Defense. Uh, WikiLeaks exposed all these things. Um, oh, here's some clarification. Uh, electronic espionage? Yeah, that's what it was, I think. Computer espionage or something like that, right? Um, Fred says he may have broken moral law, but not the official law of America. Well, probably, right? Again, but th- they did bring charges, so somebody thinks he broke some law. If if they couldn't establish a reasonable case for it, they wouldn't have been gone forward. You would think. Um... That's the intention, anyway, of the checks and balances that we have. <sighs> um, so, okay. So this is, and this is all well and good. I don't have, I don't have a solution, okay, um, for Julian Assange or WikiLeaks. Uh, it's certainly not a Christian issue or a biblical issue. Um, but it does kind of tie in, I think, to matters of the law. Um, again, you know, politically speaking, um, I'm kind of a libertarian in that I think that the, the least amount of government influence in life, the better, but I recognize there are times when you, when it's beneficial and, and again, it's nothing to do with really godly or ungodly. It's just sometimes it's okay and a lot of times it isn't to me but again that's just me um right okay right Uh, like broken laws charges are brought all the time who against people who have not broken the law and are exonerated later obviously absolutely true but it has to go through some kind of must it has to pass some muster with like i don't know if they went through grand juries or whatever there has to be evidence presented for the for the charge to proceed, usually. You know, like, again, if you're talking about government approving government, that's, that's not really uh, transparent. But anyways, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, maybe. Oh, I, I kind of hope they don't get him on anything. Again, not that he's a good person. He may be a rapist for all we know. This stuff has come out, you know, several years ago. Um, <clears throat> I don't want that, um, and I don't want innocent people exposed. And I don't want any of this stuff. But he did break the law knowingly. 
Kind of. I mean, he knew. He knew. Whether he thought it was valid or not, again, he knew the government wanted to stop him. Uh, presidential candidates have all come out against him, except I guess Trump made a kind of a pro-WikiLeaks thing during the campaign or recently. But now he doesn't know anything about him. Because <laughs> um, it's the Trump administration that's bringing these charges, okay? Um... And this is interesting. I was I was going to leave this behind and, and go tie it in, but this is I like these comments here. I got some smart friends. Uh, conspiracy by Trump and his associates, for, as an example, something who was right. Well, I mean, they the Trump thing. Like he doesn't have good people around. Right? He's he hires slimy folks. I think that's just the end of that story. Um, Taryn, curious. Has anyone else read Ayn Rand? Uh, I think that's like required reading for conservatives, isn't it? But again, not godly. See, this is the this is where we really kind of break company. Yusuf says the hackers' manifesto shows the motivation of these types of folks as a youth. I was part of this culture. My crime was out of curiosity. It says, right, right, right. So again, um, I, 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 there's no solution. I'm not trying to come down on one on one side or the other other than uh, in general i believe it's good to have more information than less um especially in this um where we are in the world um i think it's probably you know again if something's false that's one then fight it like heck like hell fight it like hell you're falsely accused this is information is not true go get them you know but that didn't happen here. You know, these things that came out were all true. So, um, anyway, so Assange has been arrested. Lord knows he may not ever leave the UK or he may be extradited at some point to the United States. Um, but he knows he wasn't keeping the law. And so, that's the issue. Um, Voice of the Martyrs, for example, I've been had contact and worked, you know, to, I still work to publicize what they're doing. And uh, I work more closely with them in times past, but um, one of their big operations that they are involved in, one of the ministries that they provide and that they use your funds to, if you donate to them, is breaking the law. It's illegal to have Bibles in certain countries. It's illegal to distribute, it's illegal to print, it's illegal to... On and on and on. But they do it anyway. They're not the only ones. Christian organizations who see an overriding... It's kind of like the Book of Acts. We're not here to... I mean, at the end of the day, yes, we're supposed to obey the government in as much as, you know, they're put here for good and to beat evildoers down. But at a certain point, we had to do what God says and not what man says, because they can conflict. And that, again, that by itself, um, that statement alone can be used to go all kinds of bad directions. Well, which God are we talking about? You know, like, oh, the God of the Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament, are you a believer? Uh, is it Islam? You know, I mean, you can go anarchy. You can go to all the ends with that. Um, but again, at a certain point, if you're talking about certain things, then we have to, as a Christian, servant of Jesus, um, he was crucified, obviously, as a, as a lawbreaker, even though he, they really didn't, the Romans didn't really have a great case. Uh, they did it anyways. <laughs> Even for, forget breaking the law, like keeping the peace and like you know, rabble-rousing or whatever. Um, and we we can expect the same type of thing. That's what the Lord tells us. Even though you haven't, there is no hate. There is no crime. You'll be persecuted. You're going to be chased down. You're going to be presented before courts, synagogues, and and assemblies and kings, leaders, for his namesake and for what the word of God is, for preaching the word of God, because you won't stop. 
in certain states, certain nations, that's illegal. And maybe it's coming to America or the West. <clears throat> the UK is about halfway there. It's, with this Assange thing, it's just the next example of that. Not the, not the only, but long shot. Um, so at a certain point, we have to break the law, don't we? I don't know. You don't want to. You, you avoid it when possible, assiduously avoided. But if your country doesn't allow the, a Bible to you for you to own one, is that is that okay with God? Is that God's will? Yeah, we know God sets up kings. God brings down kings, that, and we all again when our guy's in office, oh God is in this. When our guy's not in office, oh God's judging us. Or he's just turning us over to what we choose, to what we want. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I tell folks all the time when I was in this mess, I was in politics, I was in elections, I was in all this grassroots organizing. Um, anyways. So at certain points, it's it's not it's not advisable to keep the law of man. At certain point, we must rebel, I guess. Not really. I mean, you're just doing the will of God, and when that becomes illegal, what do you do? If you're in an Islamic country and it's illegal to convert from Islam, are you not going to convert because it's against the law? Are you going to not preach when when proselytizing is illegal? Like, you don't have to go to the Middle East for that. Go to India. You can't do that. You're a Hindu, and that's it. You're a Muslim, and that's it. You're a Christian, and that's it. Really? So, there's, at a point, at a point, you know, there's there's a time and place. Now, Um, David was faced with a similar dilemma when he ate the showbread running from Paul. Yes, yes. Um, and but and Jesus weighed in on that, didn't he? You're not going to hold it against David. It's there to be eaten. It's not that you know God doesn't need to eat that bread. Um. There's conflict. All right. Now, I really didn't want to go into is it when is it okay to violate government law. Because um, it's really like a bigger question. But I'm, gonna I'm talking about people who, and friends of mine, who keep the law of Moses or who try now, again, I don't want to step in this too deep here because I'm not, I don't really, I don't, I'm not going to bash anybody. What your relationship is with God, your spirit-led <clears throat> conscience, about the Old Covenant is your business. I think that's the end of it for me. Um, I think that's what the New Testament teaches. Um, see, now you guys are coming up with some real good examples here on Facebook um, about when it's okay to break the law. Like speeding on the way to the hospital. <laughs> and Fred, right, that's the scripture. We must obey God rather than man. Right, at a certain point, I mean, there's when it when it, it's head to head, then that's where we have a choice. And again, when, I'm not saying Julian Assange is a believer and this is a Christian mission that he's on. No, 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 no. Clearly it's not. 
Um, here's a comment on Wings of the Eagle Facebook page. Christian, thank you, sir. Uh, he says, military and intelligence agencies have been given tremendous power. Yes. They still have to abide by the law. True. When they break the law, this should be revealed. Thus, we need transparency and whistleblowers to keep them in check. I agree. Without light, the darkness will get worse. And then he quotes Luke 8. For nothing is hidden, they will not be made manifest, or anything is secret, not be, or not be known and come to light. That's, of course, Jesus talking. Now, I agree, Christian, in principle, with that statement. But I think it's wrong to equate that with Jesus' statement on it. Just because things are done in secret, um, doesn't mean you're acting on God's behalf when you expose it. He can do it. You know what I mean? Um, again, I'm not coming down. I, I think it's just, you know, in general, I think it's a it's a good thing to to know the truth about things. Um. But the problem is, and this is all kinds of areas, where we conflate where we conflate our faith, our Christianity, for those of us who believe, uh, we're conflating our faith with politics or government. Sometimes there's, yeah, I mean, it's you're living, you're alive, you're making choices and things. Sometimes they overlap. A lot of times they overlap. But to conflate is a problem. To equate them. To say, because of the words of Jesus, I must expose the government secrets. I'm like, what? Is that what, he, is that what he's talking about? He's talking about the, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. I mean, now, honestly... In context, so I can't. I would never use that scripture to justify WikiLeaks. So this this is where we're conflating. And again, this this is like, well, if my and again, I'm, there's nobody more anti-abortion than me. I'm an abolitionist. I don't want it to be legal. Period. For any reason, I think anything short of that is is a waste of time and a joke. Um, for example, just pulling something out. Now, that's based on my Christian belief and my the God of the Bible who doesn't like that and, is in, and it forbids it, actually, in the Old Testament anyways. It's not changed in the New Testament, obviously. Abortion's bad, it's bad. It's evil. You're killing innocent life, that's it. Um, but I'm not conflating, you know... Anyways, I'm going to stop there. Okay, just don't... It's trying to conflate... Because we think, our, again, our guys, when our guys are like, a pro-life, I'm going to vote a pro-life candidate only. And just because they state that position, you don't know what they really have in their heart. You, they might think, well, abortion's cool for eight months out of nine, and I'm still pro-life, huh? You know, I think it's, pro, a lot of people say that, oh, it shouldn't be illegal, but I'm personally pro-life. What is that? You know, I think I'd like to sit down with you and, and, and get you to really think this through here. And are you lying? You're lying to either yourself or to your people who want you want to vote for you. Because that's really not a logical position. Um, anyways. So that, oh, well, I love, you know, it must be God's man in office because it's a pro-life guy. or And it can't possibly be God's man because he's against, you know, he's he wants abortion. Like, what? Okay, okay, okay. Now we're in, now we're in the fuzzy lines area here um and again you can say like the like the pharisees they can say certain things jesus said do what they say but not what they do do what they say but not what they do they're they're hypocrites they're lying to themselves um anyways so don't conflate okay let's not conflate now, and what's you better you better I'm in too I'm in too deep. All things are lawful, but all things are not profitable. That's correct. Um, okay, so I'm going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll dip very close 
to the surface. Hey, greetings, Sarah. Sorry, I didn't see you there. Bless you. Um, this is a, yeah, it's interesting. So the half hour's gone already. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Taking the light to the gathering darkness. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Broadcasting around the world. All around the world. We're available at the App Store and on Google Play. Download now for free. Anywhere, anytime. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. And now, Wings of the Eagle Radio. All right, this is Wings of the Eagle Radio. <clears throat> Thank you for watching on Facebook if you are. I know a bunch of you folks are out there. Bless you for that. If you're listening live uh, on the Wings of the Eagle page, thank you so, 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 so much. You can scroll down and see all our previous episodes. It's really uh, cool and handy. Just to go to wingsoftheeagle.com slash radio. And we've got over 100 podcasts. I call them radio because that's what it is to me. It's because it goes out digitally, not over the airwaves is really not my problem. Um, so take a look at them. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of different topics in there. We'd like to, I'd like to um, keep it pretty fresh. All right. And I don't, I never really intend to do Bible studies at all when I do this, truly. It's, I guess it just naturally happens because a lot of folks say, hey, great, great sermon today. I'm like, what? Maybe my, maybe this should be my the way I do sermons from now on. I don't know. Um. Anyways, so okay. And again, I I really don't. Um. This is a real sticky situation, guys, with keeping the law. Okay, I'm talking about Torah. I'm talking about Old Testament law. Um. As a believer in Jesus, we've set, been set free of the bondage of the law. That's the word of God. It leads to death. Because we can't keep it. Every time we violate it, it's a strike against us. Right? That's why we need Jesus the Messiah. We need him to pay our penalty. That's Christianity 101. Fred, I'm actually interested in your uh, journey <clears throat> on this and what your answer is. As See now... And we have two different, really, camps here. We have Gentile believers. In other words, non-Jewish people, never been a Jewish person, their family's never been a Jew. Never, in any way. They've never been Jewish. Not related. Totally different. Different nations, okay? Never came across a Jew in their life, maybe for a thousand years. But now, all of a sudden today, somebody who's a Gentile, who believes in Jesus... Um, is realizing some basic truths about Jesus, which is he was a Jewish man. He still is. Uh, and he he kept the law. He kept the Torah. And his disciples, again, this is all Hebrew, Jewish, Israeli stuff, right? All his followers were Jews, and all the disciples were Jews, and the first Christians were all Jews. And so, and to the best of their ability, they kept the law. But Jesus, of course, here's my point in this. Jesus had to keep, had to keep the law. He had to. That's why he came. If he didn't, this all goes away. We're all dead and lost and going to hell if he broke the law, right? We don't, we don't have any such requirements, okay? God knows we can't keep it. Um... Now, and when you say we can't keep it, the, the law was given to Moses for the children of Israel. The law of Moses did not apply to the Gentile nations. God would judge them on a different standard. It doesn't mean it's completely different, okay? But there's no scripture on what the law for, you know, how is God going to judge a Chinese person? for example. But the law was for Israel. The sons, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the twelve tribes, and delivered to Moses, and the sons of Aaron, the Levites, were to be the priests of, that would administer the law and basically pay a yearly fine for your sin, because they all did it. 
uh, until Jesus, at which point he became the high priest and ascended to God, so now he makes intercession for us, and he that Passover day where he was crucified, and three days later when he rose again, that's fulfillment of the Moses story. The law, the keeping of the Passover, the uh, freedom from oppression, um, being freed from Egypt, so to speak, right? That's what the Lord has done for us. Um, okay, so I do... All right, all right, all right, all right. Instead of me going on about opinions, why don't we see what other people's opinions are? Now, again, okay, so what I was saying was, there's two different camps. Now, today, today, we have Jewish people who have accepted Jesus. They're called Messianic Jews, okay? Now, I don't really know the reason why. I kind of know intellectually, but heart-wise, I don't. Why some of them, not all, some of them refuse to be called Christians. They just refuse. Because that's like a Gentile thing, and they can't be called that. I don't know. I think it's dumb. But whatever. Um... So there's, okay, there's Messianic Jews, Jews who believe in Jesus, they've accepted him as the Messiah, they're our brothers and sisters, okay, we're all on the team. Boom. Um, and then there's Gentile believers, those who were never a part of Israel, never <clears throat> were Jewish, and they believe. Um, the question is, as a Jewish person, do you continue, even though you're, you've under the new law, new covenant, under the New Covenant, you're covered. Do you have to keep, as a Jewish person, do you continue to keep the law of Moses? And if so, do you get to pick and choose how much? Are there ordinances versus laws versus feast days versus, right? Which Do you get to have a buffet table of what you choose to follow? today because frankly there's some things i don't think any human can do i mean it's it's tough some of these things some of these laws 600 of them there's not just 10 uh so fred is a jewish now there's some jewish believers who are actually married to other jewish believers and came to faith separately which is the amazing story of fred and his wife um and he says keeping the law this is something my wife and I struggled with and had to work through for many, many years. I'd like to know how that worked out. Um, and then there is the admonition against um, legalism, Judaizing, Judaizing, telling people they must become Jews to, be, to, to follow the Messiah. This was a debate in the early church. Some folks in Jerusalem, right? We all know the story. You should. They thought, well, yeah, you got to be, you got to become like an is a, a child of Israel and follow the law. And we know we can't, you know, was fulfilled through through Yeshua, so we can follow him. And but we're still Jews, so we're still going to do our thing, just like nothing changed except Jesus came. And then there's the Gentile guys. This is I don't what this is all weird. I don't know what this is about. I don't understand the connection. This has never been part of me, so why do I have to start doing it? Right? All they again, oh, they have to be circumcised. Otherwise, they're not in the family of God. They're not in Israel. They're not in the commonwealth of Israel. This is the whole, a lot of where Paul came from and what his ministry is all about. To say that you don't have to do that. And not only don't you have to, don't even bring it up. It's a non-issue. Um, okay, let's read opinions. Taryn, who again is, I hope she doesn't mind me saying, uh, one of these Gentiles that thinks it's beneficial to at least keep part of the Old Covenant uh, in terms of feast days and Sabbath and things like that. Um... My opinion, legalism, this is Taryn, my opinion, legalism is a double-edged sword, saying we have to completely follow Mosaic law, feasts, and, pro and also protesting that we should be completely disregard them, 
are both legalistic. That's what Terrence says. Fred says, the letter of the law that kills. Um, I'm sorry, I'm skipping over that, Susanna. Uh, Candy was raised an Orthodox Jew while I was raised a nominal Jew, both ends of the spectrum. See, now that's very interesting. Uh, Fred says, Fred, actually Paul spoke of those not under the law, apart from the law, and yet fulfilling the law. Right, the law of love, right? Uh, since I actually thought the always thought the point of the law was precisely to show that we needed more, as so no one can keep it per- perfectly. In other words, we ne- he's pointing us to Jesus. He's pointing us to Himself, saying, "You need Me to keep this, and without Me, you got nothing." Uh, that's good, Taryn. I believe some, Taryn. I believe some refuse to call themselves Christians purely for evangelistic purposes, whether right or wrong. It's a backdoor to penetrating the religious Jewish mind for Jesus, or sometimes viewed as such. I think that's right. I think that's the reason. But there's, it's more than that because, uh, again, I don't want to go into specifics how these interactions happen, but I've been told, or I've asked someone, are you a Christian? No, I am a follower of the Messiah. I'm a, yeah, I know. I follow Yeshua. I'm like, wait, what? what da, 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 da. Like, I, I get it to get in the door, but now that you're already there, you were still refused? I just think it's bonkers. Anyway. Um, Suzanne says, also, God's given all the more glory when he is the God of both the Jews and Gentiles, not just the Jews. That's right. It's the most significant reasons Paul himself stated. Uh, thinking practically, Sarah says, not all 613 laws... We're not being followed today. How many women are kept outside the camp or home during the menstrual cycle? Yeah, I mean, it's, these things are not happening for sure. Um, beauty of the Jewish Holy Days is that they all point to Jesus as the ultimate fulfillment of them, which is why my Saturday church still keeps them. Well, amen. And that's now I agree with that. In fact, you, you probably shouldn't know what I think or not think. I'm just throwing it out here. Uh, Taryn, yeah, my headline stands as Shabbat and Feasts are fun. And they can be. And I think we're at the bottom almost. Fred, if there's any interest in addressing this further detail from one man's point of view in light of the full spectrum of other points of view, I'd be glad to present it. Only if there was significant interest. I, I would be interested personally. Um, I, re- actually, I agree refusal to say when Christian is foolish. And they, they, there are, they do that. Some. Uh, the ones who I'm talking about. And they're Gentiles. See, that's the point. Most of the time. Uh, having a special place to chill out and kick back during that certain time of the month we wish. <laughs> yeah, we wish too, ladies. Uh, I'll tell you that. Nah, that's terrible. So, um, so okay. So, should, should is it okay keep, keep keep the law? You know what? Here's my thing on it. You guys, especially you who are in fellowship at Entine Church... And if you follow Wings of the Eagle for a few years, you should have a pretty good idea of what we're, where I come down on it. And that is several years ago, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, this, this revelation, basically, I think it's from the Lord, uh, started to really penetrate the church as to the true, you know, the Hebrew nature of Jesus, of the whole Bible, of the disciples, etc. And that how, you know, Gentiles kind of messed, really got out of whack, and in really evil ways, eventually, that they would go after Jewish people, that they would shut down their synagogues, that they would, the Holocaust was because of that whole attitude. That they were separate, that we're the new Israel. The old Israel's dead and anti-Christ, and so we, they're the enemy now. They're not just, they're not God's people. They're the opposite. They're Satan's people. And that whole thing. And I'm not going to get on that today, but that's a real problem, okay? And that's still a problem. And people are nicer about it and now, and now just a lot more sheepish and say, oh, it's replacement theology. You know, we're the new Israel now. Um, this is the main denominations. All think this, guys. It's not even the you know evangelical this or that. It's the huge numbers of of churches like the Catholics and the Orthodox and the um, uh, Lutherans, all the big mainline Protestants, all are replacement 
theologists, all of them. They don't believe Israel has a role. They don't believe the Jewish people are, have any promises left. That anything that's coming is for the church only. Right, thanks, Martin Luther. Um, so that's a problem. Okay, so I think God really did this. But now, there's, now, as always, we take it too far, humans. Okay, the flesh takes over. We see a spiritual revelation. We get the truth of the matter. That yes, it's the, the Hebrew feasts are pointing to Jesus, including the second coming. And that this is so vital to understand, to teach in that respect, and to call him Yeshua, to, to, to me, to me, brings me closer to him. To use the name Yahovah when I pray is, brings me closer to him. To, to have a Passover meal with my family brings us closer to him. I don't do Easter. I don't call it that. I don't do eggs or bunnies. For example... But that's just me. I can't bang on you. And a lot of Christians are going to disagree with this, and I don't care. You can't tell them not to do that. I mean, that's that, when it comes to the, the one single issue of Passover and Easter, that's the only time where I really would even think to insert an opinion. Because it's so radically different. It's, it's, you know, it's so clear that um, Passover was kept in the New Testament times by the apostles, and not because it's Jewish, but because we are fulfilling the commandment of Jesus. The Last Supper was a Passover meal, etc. And he's the Passover lamb. And until you, every time you do this, remember me until I come and drink it you know, with you in my Father's kingdom. So this is a Christian thing to do. I think there's a very strong scriptural case for that. The Easter thing is just came later, and so I don't participate. Um, but again, but that's but that's me, all right. So I'm not going to bang on anybody for keeping or not keeping anything. And the the fact that these um, again the feast of the revelation, but what we've done is take it too far. We've got a whole movement now, and maybe some of you are in it. And, and close your ears, if so. The the, the Hebrew roots thing is gone too far. It has. It's just one man's opinion, but I've seen it where folks are literally turned away from Jesus and stop being Christians. They either become atheists, they're driven away from everything, or they become Jews specifically to deny that Jesus was the Messiah. These are Gentiles who thought it was cool to be Hebrew roots, and now, you know what? The, 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 the Torah really doesn't point to Jesus at all. The rabbis are right. That has happened. I know personally that it's happened. I've seen it. I've heard testimonies. It's true. And it's not isolated. This is, unfortunately, this is where the Hebrew roots thing is pushing us. And it begins with... It begins with keeping Torah. Well, Jesus kept Torah, so you should too. Wait a second. Hold on. Put on the brakes. The reason he did that is to not violate it. Because we did, because Israel did, number one. Let's be honest. Again, Gentiles weren't under the law of Moses. But he would provide not only for the salvation of all who would believe from Israel at that time, but anyone who would believe, who were never under the law to begin with, to be saved. He had to keep the law. There was no option. We have an option. At best, okay? He had to. So to say that he did it, therefore I should do it, is not correct. Just because Jesus did that doesn't mean you should do that. You're not supposed to go to the cross to die for the sins of mankind, right? Of course not. But that's why I did it. 
And he kept on revealing the truth, by the way. Right? About, it's, hey, you guys are missing the point. Yeah, okay, it says this, but that's not what it means. David could eat that bread. He was going to die. The man, this is the whole thing about the Sabbath is for man, not man, for the Sabbath. It's because we're weak and we need to rest. We need a day off. Anyway, so this is, it's been pushed too far. Um, okay, and Fred is actually weighing in on this. Messianic Judaism is one thing, but Hebrew roots has gone off the rails. Thanks. See, now I feel better about my opinion because Fred agrees. I, I had, I'm not kidding. I had a blog debate with one of the leaders of the Hebrews movement, and he was easily dismantled, meaning just about anyone else could dismantle it. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, Fred. You're kind of uniquely equipped to dismantle it. Uh, Feast of the Lord that belonged to him. Well, no doubt. Okay, so again, it's not, it's not saying don't do it. Here's the, here's the, hopefully you're at a point where if you're in that movement, if you go to a, a, a um, messianic congregation or a Hebrew roots thing, it's like this is where the danger zone is. Keeping the Torah. No. The spirit witnesses, when I read the scripture, and this is no, nothing other than one's, one man's testimony, but when I read the New Testament, it's, there is 100% to 0% debate for me. You are free from the law. The only law is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Above this, there is no law. There is nothing. You don't have to do anything else. The fruits of the Spirit, if you, dis- if you are displaying this, that means the Holy Spirit of God, the one who gave the Torah, is in you, and you are displaying it. Him. You're displaying Him for the world. That's freedom. You don't have to keep anything. You love the, the God of the Sabbath. You love the God of the Torah. He's a man. You can love him. All right. Sounding like a hippie over here. Uh, Sarah says, our, our dear and my favorite Messianic Jew, Jonathan, has even warned against Hebrew Roots Movement. Right, and that's it. He's another Messianic Jew himself. This is not somebody talking out of turn. He's a Jewish man saying, don't do Hebrew Roots. So... Be careful, okay? That's my... Again, this is not necessarily for anyone watching or listening right now. Maybe for somebody later. As far as... Keep the faith. That's it, faith. Um, Terrence says, I agree with you. Your stance is the same as mine theologically. I just do it... I do so to enjoy the feast and the Sabbath. God bless you. I don't try to explain it intelligently anymore rather than a hard place. (laughs) <laughs> and Fred has to really put a downer on this whole thing. No, well, it's true, though. Uh, Fred says, when the next Holocaust occurs, and it will, it will, uh, you'll see these Jewish wannabes shed their yarmulkes and, t- and tallits like rats from a sinking ship. They're not going to want to die for their, their supposed Jewishness, right, is your point. And I think you're 100% right. Um, yeah. So... I, why would you want to be I mean like they're not the Jews and the Jews will tell you we're not painted very well in the Bible like we don't look very good at all it's like a constant disappointment you're violating this you're doing this to the nations you're you're betraying me you're you're making me want to divorce you like the it doesn't look good even Jesus and the disciples same type of thing oh I could just see Jesus do the face palm half the time man you guys are not listening are you hard of hearing? Have you not read? Have you not heard? Where is your faith? Haven't you seen this already? What more do you need? <sighs> Anyways, um, I'm coming up on an hour, aren't I? I just blew right by it. Right this second. 
Praise God. All right. So uh, this is where we're going to uh, close it out for now. Um, I guess there's so much more that could be said and, and written about this. Um, but again, just to, to, to end this, with especially with if you're in fellowship together. Now, again, I... You know, my heart is with you. My heart, I've always been, I think there's a spiritual significance to the to Saturday, to sundown Friday, to sundown Saturday. Even when I had no really understanding of this, it was, I knew God liked it. Anyways, um, but that's cool. You don't have, it's, you're free. The, the, you're, when we're crossing the line and this is the thing. Now, as a pastor, as a leader, God has called into a fellowship of worldwide believers, okay? This is what end-time church is, purports to be, and I better deliver on this. And this is why we have the app, okay? Because people from other countries are pouring in. And not only that, that means all your backgrounds are different. Your understanding of the Scripture is different. Not that we're uh, at odds, but we have to understand, and I hope folks, if you're listening now, or if I encounter you at some point on Facebook or on or on email, or on the app, the End Time Church app. By the way, go get it. Just search endtime.church on the Apple App Store or Google Play for your Android device. Um, you'll see. There's going to be, you know, there are great, wonderful, loving brothers and sisters who are on different sides of this. And I have to navigate that, and I have to, at, certain, at, a, at some point here, I'm going to have to make a, a, a stand and say, hey, we don't endorse this just because you see you might see it and maybe I'm just you know we don't have the resources to to police these things um but if if you're posting certain things on these formats and on the app or Facebook whatever you say keep the Torah I don't agree with you the leadership does not agree with you we don't believe it's scriptural we don't believe God really says that and you have to be okay with that, okay? Now, you, you do what you're going to do. I'm not going to say don't do it. Like, this is the whole point. I'm never going to say do it or don't do it. But here's the even, even, even folks who otherwise are agreed but say I encourage others to keep them. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because now you're insinuating that if you don't do it, you're disobedient, and that's the real problem. That's the real problem. The, the, where it cuts to, to me, it, you cross the line, is if you don't keep the law, or you don't try, if, if you do it, you're obedient to Christ. You're obedient to Jesus if you do what he did. Do what I do, okay, right? If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. That's a big one. Okay, but yet his commandments are not, I don't see them in there. It doesn't say keep the Torah. He could just, as, Jesus could have just flat out said, keep the Torah if you're my disciples. But he didn't. Now, there's, there's extrapolation. Well, what he meant was, nah, now you're losing me. Anyways, um, so even if you say, well, you're being, I'm being obedient by doing that. Jesus was obedient in keeping this, so, so am I. That you're inferring that if someone who is not keeping it, we are disobedient. Excuse me. Excuse me. All right, you can see where that's a problem. All right, friends, I've had enough. I'm gonna go. Um, let thank you. All right, these these comments are fun. I gotta do this real quick. Uh, replying to replying to Fred. Maybe I shouldn't say this publicly. Well, anyway, Taryn, you can tell me if I can say that. Um, and um, yeah, the 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 black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, this is just another symptom of the same disease. All right, they think they're the lost tribes of Israel, and Israel was black. They're black people, and Jesus was black. I'm like, come on. Not that it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it's bad if it was true, but it's not true. <laughs> Problem. It's just not true. No such thing. You made it up to feel better. 
you want to feel important. You want to feel like you're the elect and you're, you're Israel and everyone else is a fake. And they're all mostly from America <laughs> or, or the uh, Caribbean. Um, it's not true. Okay, there is no the whole the the whole idea of lost tribes of Israel is a problem, and believe me, I've been in that. Trust me on this. I was in that. Okay, um, but anyways, all right, I'm done. Um, I believe they're referring to those Hebrews. That's right, black Hebrew Israelites. Uh, Joel Richardson had a debate about this yesterday in the past few days about this very topic. He's in full agreement with you. In fact, he's having a salami sandwich today. And if uh, I, if the next time I eat something, I may in fact have some kind of pork product. Very delicious. Um, okay, that's it. I love you all. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jean. I love you, sister. Um... And thank you all, even those who don't participate or make themselves known. I really appreciate you. And I hope this came across, again, in the spirit it was intended. And that is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. And to love your neighbor as yourself. That's the law. And to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit the spirit of god your creator <laughs> created you holy spirit and may you be covered with that armor of jesus christ yes yeshua the messiah whole hamashiach and all that but be armored with the gospel armor especially that shield of faith May it be so large that nothing can penetrate, that no darts of the enemy can get through, and no accusation, Satan, the accuser, accusing you that you're not keeping the law of God, therefore you're not really doing it right, you're not really a son of God, you're not really saved. I said hell with that, devil, in Jesus' name. Until next time, my friends. I love you so very much. Reach out, if you will. And if you've enjoyed this and you think this is beneficial, please support us in doing this. Go to wingsoftheeagle.com slash donate. We surely would appreciate that. It is not easy to do this, especially without a large audience uh, or without the help of uh, folks to advertise. Okay? So that's it. Love you all. Until next time, Wings of the Eagle Radio. Christopher Manti. Keep in touch. Uh, Go to the Facebook page. Go to our Twitter account. Go to our website. You'll see tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of free stuff. And the all-powerful, no, the fantastic, if I may say, End Times for Beginners course. Go get it. Go take it. Share it. Um, It'll help you. All right. See you next time, folks. Until next time, pray always. Meet with others who know what's coming. Join the free network at wingsoftheeagle.com and spread the word. The destiny of the final generation of the saints of God draws near.